Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. If you hear in the background some crackling and blowing, it's because I'm sitting next to the fireplace, Fearplotsen. Now, I've tried my hardest to build a raging fire, and at certain points I had. I tell you what, I don't know if this firewood that we bought was joke wood or something. I had a couple of logs in here. I literally used a pizza box. A whole pizza box is kindling and an entire house beautiful magazine. And um, the way that that went, at one point I took another log and I went down to the basement with it and a hatchet and I split it into five to make little pieces of kindling. I should have done that from the start. I should have sized up. But I really thought, like, hey, these are dried out logs. They're about the size of a log I would use normally. And they have just been very much hard to light a flame. But the kindling did the job. I built a uh, reset, basically, little mound of uh, smaller logs with the two big logs that were half charred off to the side. And uh, using that technique, I did build a raging fire. And I felt like I made up for it. All of those kindling pieces quickly were disintegrated, basically. They're already gone. It's only been a few minutes. So anyway, now let's talk about our day. Casey and I had uh, our grandparent visitation, as we call it now. We had a little bit of a uh, talk about leaves and the etymology of leave and how they are leaves on the tree and then once they've fallen and it being a matter of chicken and the egg what came first do you leave them on the ground after they've fallen so before they've even fallen you call them leaves i do not know i don't know if it is old norse old english i think it's one of those and uh, almost on cue right as we were talking about this and how a gas-powered leaf blower uses as much um, carbon emissions as driving from Denver to Los Angeles on like clockwork. Our neighbor opened up his garage door and started leaf blowing, albeit though with an electric leaf blower, which I don't think he had last year. So there, everyone has really been uh, making efforts here, which is cool. So that being said, they're still moving leaves around, which I find like very strange. Um, but I guess... Casey loves that sort of stuff. Casey loves raking and things. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and composting, specifically. Now, then Casey and I, with haste, went down to an estate sale that uh, we'd had our eyes on and decided last night we would go to if we found the time. We'd try and see if uh, a deal could be made for a smutty poster or... A, uh, a fancy lamp or something at this house but when we showed up you know what I first thing I thought was pulling up there were a lot of trailers Winnebago type trailers in driveways in this neighborhood and I said to Casey look at this trailers are allowed here and it's still perfectly fine neighborhood so you know look at that I don't even have a trailer I just love that like trailers are forbidden in some neighborhoods. I think that also is like, what? Anyway, we go into this house. It's a weird house. The uh, 
person running it and like her young familiar were uh, neither wearing masks. And uh, everyone else I could see was wearing a mask. And there is a mask mandate, but because the proprietors of the estate sale were not wearing masks, I also did not wear a mask. And I liked it. And as I was walking around this house, this dirty house, by the way, with weird, like, how our wood of the beams was all rough and and dirty, uh, this guy had, like, strapping on his ceiling, like, weird weird like germanic details on the roof of his den and you're just like what a weird people live in and not houses i want to live in and um it had been pretty much picked through there were a lot of like books and vhs's of like action movies you don't even remember laying out and they were all for sale for a dollar and i couldn't help but think like how is this worth someone's time to sell this junk Anyway, um, there was a red carpeted room. As I said earlier, there was a smutty poster. It was sure enough, there was like this whole room was like a smut room for this old person. It was a red shag carpet, and there was like a bunch of Playboys and penthouses and stuff stacked in the closet, and uh, like naked drawings and naked art, which is fine. Like I grew up in houses and went to houses and stuff that had naked art. But this was just, I don't know, more sleazy, not as classy. And maybe it's because it was all stacked up in this one room, you know what I mean, at the end of the hall. Um, but the thing we were, like, interested in had already been taken. It was like a mirror art decal thing that said sex. And uh, then there was another lamp that was taken. I think there was a chair maybe that was also taken. So so it goes. Um, interesting, though, to see. I'd never been to an estate sale. Never been to an estate sale. Um, God. I was sorry. I was adjusting my fire here because it is going out again. These two big logs just never wanted to burn. Lesson learned. Don't even try next time. Um, delicious pizza that we got from Kroger. And it was a like bacon and honey jalapeno pizza. Uh, on the box, I believe it said it was a product of Germany. And... That feeds in with a lot that's going on in the news lately. When we were even driving to this estate sale, a train was blocking the road. And on that train, there were several box carts, box cars, box cars. But more than box cars, there were semi trailers with the wheels on and everything parked on the train. And as it was going by, it was like, semi-trucks after semi-truck after semi-truck and Casey and I wondered is this because there's a shortage of truckers are they just putting the trucks on trains now UPS and FedEx maybe they've always done that we've just not noticed I don't think I've ever seen that before and the shipping crisis that's going on right now maybe has us looking with more scrutiny on products we buy and where they come from and what that means for outsourcing all kinds of jobs the strength of unions in america uh, or lack thereof and i can't help but think it's because unions themselves are gatekeepers of professions leftover of guilds they uh only allow into their ranks people that they 
let apprentice under them or who move or have, I don't know, credentials. And I do believe that credentials are largely a form of gatekeeping and uh, unnecessary because your abilities are not your credentials. Most doctors prove that. Anyway, I digress. Um, this pizza, does it really need to come from Germany? Could we not find a frozen pizza to manufacture in the U.S.? I mean, isn't it a little much to ship over frozen pizzas from the EU? Kind of strange, if you ask me. Um, that being said, maybe they've just worked out some insane methodology for making bacon jalapeno pizzas. I can't even imagine, though, that the jalapenos there come from there. They must be shipping. It's truly an international, uh, international economy we live in. What can I say? I speaking of economy, speaking of firewood, there it goes. It popped. Uh, earlier, I was looking for firewood companies because Casey's mom had made a comment about how growing up they would use, they would order cords of wood. That's the form of unit. And uh, they'd have them delivered and stack them. And I thought, you know, my grandparents used to have stacks of firewood on their porch. They had a fireplace exactly like the one I'm sitting next to. And uh, what's a cord? What's a cord run? How do you even get that? And I looked it up. And part of this is sample bias. But there was nothing but terrible reviews for firewood companies. Terrible reviews. You're reading this and you're like, what? It would be easier to just deliver people firewood than it would to be um, putting out the fires, if you will, the publicity, PR nightmares of these reviews. Because some of them were accusing of delivering only smaller off-cut pieces of wood hidden amongst an outer layer of normal pieces of wood and there were photos to prove it like this guy ordered a pallet a cord of logs that he thought would be about a foot and a half and then once they arrived at his house and he started unloading them he realized only the outer layer was full logs and the entire inner part of this cord of wood was comprised of like six inch little tiny mini logs and um on and he on this one star review mentioned like yeah i complained and they said oh our bad and they replaced it with uh other wood and then they threw in some other stuff for free here's a one star review and i doesn't this paint a scummy picture of fire people fire builders and fire proprietors of wood so uh, uh, that, that was only the surface i mean i didn't want to go too deep myself but i read like six other for different companies mixed reviews um all terrible you know there, there'd be like two people would be like yeah i got the firewood they brought me the firewood <laughs> five stars and then everyone else would be like you know these guys one dude had this elaborate and this is a different company mind you like I, I they're all tangled but that's because i didn't commit the names of the companies and i didn't attribute specific reviews to them i do remember one who i'm not going to put them on blast i'm not going to say their name 
they had a review that uh, this person was like, I ordered three cords of wood. When they arrived on their, the truck driver said that they had four cords of wood and that it would really save him a lot of time and effort if, he want, if I bought the fourth cord for a reduced price. So we struck a deal and finally I agreed to buy four instead of three cords of wood. And then the guy goes on to go like, I piled them up and took out my tape measure because something seemed wrong and I only had two cords of wood. So they told me it was four when I ordered three, upsold me to buy more and then in the end they shorted me even on my original order. And you're just like, again, what? Like, it just must be meth people. You know what I mean? Like, why would you not just sell someone a pallet of wood? Why can't you order? Like, you think it'd be, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, today's salad, you might be interested to know. I finished off those cups of chicken salad, uh, the little cups, and I made it into a chicken salad melt on sesame seed bun with uh, homemade red pickled onions. So they were delicious. And it was the way to eat it, I think. And I don't I don't recommend those cups of uh, chicken salad from Walmart. In the end, I was not excited to finish them. They lasted in they would have lasted for months. Maybe I pushed myself to eat them when I shouldn't have. I should have just taken my sweet time and not resented that they weren't delicious. But if you're going to buy cups of anything, maybe just get pudding and applesauce. Till then, guys, have a good one. Please come again tomorrow.